strangers whirling dice. I am Speaks with Trees. Leave us a review on the iTunes, other places. Stay tuned. So last time on Strangers Rolling Dice, or SRD if you like, we uh, fought a giant hermit crab for a minute, but uh, mostly fought its very angry crayfish companion. Uh, you bested the crayfish and were able to bribe the hermit crab with fish heads to basically leave you alone. Then, Bart Fudd's druidic powers came into play, and you were able to communicate with this thing that probably, after Bart, you communed with it, you, you think this thing doesn't really speak a language in the same way that other creatures does. It's, it's, it's got a different kind of intelligence. Uh, but it still was able to answer your very basic questions. And you asked it about where people were, where, where Molly was, uh, or where, where, where out, way out was. And uh, it gestured to the right, to the east, down a passageway. And you uh, tried to bribe it with a fish head to get through, and it bonked against the wall and could not fit, just like that through the five-foot-wide door of beaten bronze. Now you moved on into the next chamber, got a little bit of lime, uh, alkaline burns on your body, uh, Bart especially, and were able to use shields and applied strength from all of you to push this plug out of the way. This one discolored stone underneath the flaking stucco. You went into that little chamber and there were giant urns filled with a liquid. You ascertained that was oil and you also were met with a more formal entrance. This, this chamber here looks like it was not an afterthought, but an addition to this temple. Whenever this temple was built, it looks like this was not in the original design, just by the workmanship of the stone and the fact that it looks like it was sort of hewn out of the rock. And you came to this door covered in glyphs. So I'm just going to read to you what you saw in here. A little refresher. The ancient glyphs are scribed in the old tongue. It says if anyone can read the language, which you did use a scroll to comprehend this language, the glyphs will translate as Here lies Plepplopsul, master of the others, who is like the wind and the night. Wisely, you guys didn't just try to kick in this door. You tried to really see if it was dangerous first and took your time shielding yourselves from the poison gas using Tree's party zone. With that combination of skills and strategies applied, 
you were able to spend all the time that you needed to take a short rest and to pick this lock in this door without triggering the trap. Above the door, as it swings open, there's this orb of swirling, I believe, purple gas. And it looks like it would have dropped onto the floor and potentially shattered and flooded the chamber with whatever is contained inside. You see in the next chamber the lingering powers of the Comprehend Language Scroll still working on you. A sarcophagus. And I'll read you this description. Behind the doors is a chamber cut out of the rock with a veil of calcite and stalactites covering the walls. Buttresses rise from the corners, brown shot through with black, and triangular stone pillars support the high ceiling. Occupying the center of the chamber is a colossal monument resembling a giant's table, covered on all sides with intricate carvings and glyphs. Engraved on the floor in front of this entrance is a seal that displays even more glyphs. Opposite the entrance, a battle axe is embedded in the wall six feet above the floor. The glyphs in the floor seal are written in the same old language, and Crow read it aloud to everybody as, Ah, defilers! Now you shall join me in my eternal resting. And Bart and Crow argued about what was going on, why they were here, is this going to really lead to Molly, or is it just a, a quick detour, while Trees and Karzalek and Dap all rested. Dap back in the main chamber with the uh, hermit crab. So all that housekeeping aside here, here you guys are. First things first, the short rest finishes, and I need healing rolls from Karzalek and Trees. You'll get back everything that would be returned to you on a short rest. And we'll cool. also need to roll for Dap's poison damage. I'm also using... My song of rest as I'm like playing a little song in this dome of force mm -hmm. to give uh, cars an extra d6 if he spends any hit die. Okay. Oh, the moly. Okay. Ooh. Let's see. Uh, I guess that applies oh. to me too, huh? Let me read that. Groovy. Um, let's see. So 12 back for Karzalek. Then an extra 1d6. Uh, roll that. Uh, oh, yeah, you can roll that. Go for it. Um, I rolled a... 18 for Carl. Wow, geez, I am... wow, max on the six. Um, I used okay. one. Two, I rolled, what is it? Uh, seven. Oh, yeah, I'm back to full. And I get okay. uh, my uh, Bardic Inspirations back. Very nice. Last but not least, okay. uh, the poison roll was what's the number? The die on that? One d six poison damage. I'll take it. That's one point of poison oh, damage. One. Wow, you yeah. rolled a max on your healing and a minimum on the damage to your mount. All that right. is nice. Taps adapting. Okay, He's adapting. adapting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so I, I have a question for you guys. Can you guess what it is? What do you what do? do? That's what, yeah, this is what I ask. What do you do? <laughs> Let's go in the room, guys. I tell Barton Crow, ah, no arguing in the party zone, okay? If you want to <laughs> speak tones like that, take it outside. <laughs> okay, um, okay. This is a chill zone. <laughs> oh, right? It's crazy out there. This is our safe. <laughs> chill party. Now give each other a hug. <laughs> do you guys hug? Bart is going to step out of the bubble. do not. <laughs> you guys cross your arms and go separate ways. And, and maybe we see like Karzalek and Trees exchange glances like, eh, what are you going to do? I shake my head and look at Kars. Kars uh, quickly puts down the urn he was about to grab. <laughs> oh, Staking yeah. urns it's full shame. of oil. Not, not every path may look like it leads to Molly Crow, but we owe it to, to her to poke into every little granny to try to find any advantage. And Bart uh, is going to trail off a little bit and be like, hmm, this place looks very old. And like start running his hand over the pillars and stuff and walking up. Okay. It is quite old. Um, so you walk into the room, you run your hand across the pillar. I'm going to approach the sarcophagus. Okay. You're going to try to in inspect it a little bit closer? Yeah, I want to I want to take a look, see if I can see if it's been opened, is is open. Yeah, is yeah. Is there like a window or something? Can I say hi? Is it signed? <laughs> <laughs> is this somebody's? It's signed by Todd Barack Obama. Um, what? No. It's, I don't know why <laughs> that legendary came out. Legendary sorcerer. Uh, okay so so you walk up to it and you're inspecting it um feel free you guys to move if you'd like to into the room um the sarcophagus is ornately festooned with carvings and glyphs and as you get a little bit closer uh you can see what these carvings are actually they're different than the symbols and even without a comprehend languages scroll you you can really tell what they are um, it looks like another iteration of uh, a historical telling in uh, you know an in, in inlay into the sarcophagus instead of stucco figurines showing different dioramas this one seems to be showing uh what looks like a conflict um there are bullywug troops arrayed with spears um they look very proud and tall uh, running along the sides of the sarcophagus but uh in this sort of museum-like way um this piece here conveys that um the central figure on the top of the sarcophagus seemed to have done battle with some great foe one point. Um, and it looks like in the Bullywug's telling here that uh, it's actually divided into three portions. And in the first portion, it shows this frog person standing with their weaponry um, and sort of looking proud and dignified. The second panel shows them uh, doing battle with a great knotted serpent. 
And the third panel shows them uh, laid in state atop a rock uh, in what looks like very much like the large central ziggurat that you saw from the crater rim. Like a representation of that temple as it was. Right. So one could assume that because this is where the resting place is of this uh, this figure, uh, they their their death could have been related to the battle. It does not show if they were victorious or if they were killed. Hmm. Well. I think Barclay. Oh yeah, and there's there's the numbers. I'm sorry, I, I, I left out an important thing. There's uh, three oh, numbers right. inscribed <laughs> on the top of it, like above everything. It looks like an epitaph. Um, Fifty four, three, nine, with dashes between them. Uh, and at the bottom, like where Karzalek is approaching, and where you're sort of where it faces you when you enter, there are. Uh, let me get this right here. I believe 11, yeah, there are 11 tiles that have the glyphs that uh, Crow, even with your lingering residual magic, you can see what they represent. They're numerical glyphs, zero through 10. Uh, Crow will say, uh, go ahead, Bart, uh, put in the code. Uh, let's see if Molly jumps out. I, I, I don't actually think I quite understand the code. That's usually something you're better at doing, isn't it, Crow? Breaking and entering? Uh, she won't Fire. say anything, but she'll, she'll walk up. And uh, she'll explain the numbers to everyone, since uh, I guess she was the one that saw them. Just so everyone's clear yeah. on, on what they do. Um... Yeah, it seems it seems a little odd to have a a code that might open a sarcophagus on the sarcophagus. That does seem very strange. Why why would you want somebody to get into your sarcophagus after you're dead for any reason? But then again, there was a key and a work of art in the room that we landed in. So yeah, this place is obviously very strange. True, could just be part of. Bollywood culture to have random mathematical puzzles to enter coffins. Mm. Does this make any sense to anybody? 54, 3, 9, and then you said it was numbers 0 through 10? Mm-hmm. And she'll point at them just to make sure everyone knows what number is what. It's not complicated. The glyphs yeah. are there in know, order. It's like looking at numbers. Uh, you know, Roman numerals make sense when you count them at a basic level. You know, it only starts to get complicated when you see the larger numbers represented. And it's very similar in this. It's, it's a basic hash mark kind of system. Um, so I would like everybody who is inspecting this. It seems like everybody except for trees. Um, 
you can either choose and trees you can you can choose one of these which I'll, I'll tell you which one um anyone who wants to go up and actually inspect the sarcophagus can roll me an investigation or a history check um let's do it and i'm definitely going with history yeah i was gonna say from back there you can definitely yeah. roll me a history check. i'm still chilling in my in my party zone working on yeah. a song but you're you hear what they're saying you're taking it in visually yeah, from over sure. there like you're racking your brain definitely for what attention. stories you might have heard about all right that's an 18 for Karzalek. okay oh I rolled a 18 as well for history for trees. Keeps it nice and tidy for me. Okay. Uh, a natural 20 investigation oh. for Bart. Oh, what's the total? Uh, no, no bonuses. Just, just 20. Okay. Natural 20 <laughs> is a natural 20 though. And uh, Crow? Uh, 11. She's a little distracted right now. Okay. Yeah, Crow. First of all, you don't know any significance of these numbers. Um, you also are. are preoccupied with, you know, why someone would want a combination on their, uh, you know, punched into their sarcophagus with, like, these ceramic plates. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Karzalek, your brain drifts to ancient dwarven tombs frequently were trapped. Um, there's a thing in dwarven culture... A tomb is a place to be left still and alone, and in its rest and solitude under the earth, that is the highest honor, you know, to go and be lying in state there uh, in harmony with the stone around you, um, not taking up any more space than is really necessary, and just being a monument on the exterior to the dwarf that was. Um, so sometimes traps are built in to kill or maim or punish someone who breaks into a revered dwarf's tomb. So you, you kind of think about that. Um, and then trees, the numbers, you, you, you're thinking about the numbers and you know what the date is today. And the date is today um, the 19th of Lamashan which is like our world's October, um, in the year 1249, the Age of Unity. Um, so if this was referring to a date, this was a really, really long time ago. It would be year 54. Uh, you could no surmise that. Gone. You know, it's not the 54th month, probably not the 54th day, so... Is there any indication of, like, what age it might be? I mean, looking around the stonework here and seeing that this chamber was added, like, after the fact to whatever this place was, but looking back outside towards the, the stonework, like, yeah, it could easily be that old. Um, you know, but you remember... Uh, moving the barge across the river by those the, what looked like hills at first to you. And then you all noticed that they were houses and probably markets and governmental buildings just completely covered by the swamp. And it would take hundreds or thousands of years for that to happen. Definitely. Um, 
and then let's get to Mr. Natural 20 here. Hmm. You recall that there's a story about what happened before the Age of Unity as this sort of tree's line of thought sort of crosses your mind, but you're drawn back towards something that there isn't really a word in common for it, but there's a word in Druidic that comes to mind. And it's like... Uh, in Hebrew, there's, uh, or Yiddish, I can't remember honestly which one because I'm a bad Jew, but there's the, the word Shoah, which is basically like the great pain, the great suffering, the, the great horrible holocaust, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's it refers to almost like a nebulous period of time where things were horrible. And you can argue all day about when it began and when it ended, what its impacts are. But in my culture, in real life, it is indelibly imprinted upon the Jewish people that there was a great pain. And there have been multiple of them. This number and this period of time back towards the very beginning of the Age of Unity, you know was a time of such great upheaval, you don't recall hearing about any temples or cities, for that matter, that existed during that time. It it was a time where beasts were ten times the size they are today, and the forces of nature were unlocked and unbound and behaving not as intended. And you think to yourself, like, if this room that looks like almost more like a natural cavern was carved around that time, this is bad magic in here. Hmm. This would have been like, you know, 54 years, right? So that's if you were born in year zero, you would have been reaching your your venerable age if you were a human uh, around that time. Uh, and it, it would have been all your life you would have known would, would just have been chaos and pain if the stories are to believe, to be believed. Like the Druids, uh, last thing I'll say here, the Druids have their origin story in that they were able to bring balance back to the world around this time. And there's no, you don't know of a story of an older Druid. Okay. So that's what you guys get with those very high, in general, investigation and and history checks. You know, Karzalek and in a nutshell, Karzalek's like this could easily be trapped. Yeah. Uh, Trees is like, this is old as fuck. Um, and Bart is thinking like, 
this is as old as the, you know, before civilization as we know it now. In the wild times. So you're like, we're standing in this, like, temple. What the fuck is that all about? So the the numbers that are on the top, the 54, yeah. 3, 9... Yes. Are they represented in a way that a person could? Are they like, you know, like Arabic New Worlds where like they're the same across all languages or are they different? They're in a they're in the same script as the language here, but they're like very clear to see and and Crow pointed them out to you and they seem to be arrayed in a different way than like the, you know, there's no writing on the sarcophagus. Um, mm -hmm. There's these numbers and then there's the images of the figure fighting the great servant um on the door and on the floor plate are written words in the same script as the numbers but like it, it doesn't take long you know if someone showed you roman numerals and you were really thinking about it real hard you'd be yeah, like, you'd be like i, I, I can that. see that you know sure well grow maybe you think these are pressure plates? And like pointing at the zero through ten. Um, uh, that seems to make sense. Cars is gonna walk up and very gently put uh put his hand on the sarcophagus. I don't like this. They're legends, my forebears. When laid, there are many ways to keep out interested grave robbers, especially those seeking dwarven treasures for the afterlife. Usually with those traps, you are maybe crushed or scalded or incinerated. I don't want to imagine what sort of evil this would work if this is also trapped in some way. He's going to kind of like pause for a moment, just look down at the sarcophagus and, and just kind of look at the party. And I think we should carry on. Let this lie. What about the axe, Karzalek? The thing smells of magic. Yeah, it's, gesture at the thing it also looks like really amazing workmanship. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I'm curious. curious. Yeah, mm. and I, I guess cars not being magically attuned when Bart mentions, like, you know, it's, it's seeming this, like, it's radiating this energy. It's definitely what catches interest. And magic, you say? Let's check it out. And so you can see it on the map here. There's a axe embedded in the wall. Yeah, cars will definitely go. You said it's like six feet up. You you said six feet up. How tall is cars like? <laughs> oh god, I think he's like he's four foot. Uh, oh god, he he is four foot eleven. With four foot eleven, I think your arms long enough. You could reach up and you'd be able to grab barely the haft of this axe. Is there any? Are you going to? Uh, yeah, getting closer. Do we see? Is there anything in particular aside from like this immense magical energy radiating? Like, is there any like physical observations cars can discern from yeah. it? Perhaps. Do you want to inspect the axe in particular and make a roll for that? Do an investigation check on the axe. Let's do it. Okay, go ahead and I think Bart and Cars like the two who are over here. Let's do an investigation on the axe. Cars rolls a fourteen. Okay. And Bart. Nope, that's no good. That's a six. Okay, so a 14 is our high roll here. Bart, you're like, it's magical. I don't know what to tell you. It's an axe. I don't know about weapons. Um, so the battle axe here, um, you know, 
Karzalek, you you identify it as such. Uh, it looks like you know you could heft it in one hand or two hands. Um, it has a blade of bronze, and the haft is wound with some sort of uh, scaly wrapping. Um, it, on a closer inspection, you actually see something. Uh, is there? So, who has any any light in this room? No, no light at all. I don't think there's any light. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you're looking around, and there's just something a little bit strange about it, like when you look at it from different angles it's like there's something around the handle but your eyes can't quite discern what it is okay um cars is gonna go reach out and try to grab it okay as you reach out to grab it you feel a cold chill run up and down the back of your spine oh shit but you latch on to the handle and you try to pull and you pull and you pull and make me a strength check. Okay, uh, strength check coming your way. Dun, 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 dun. That's a natural 20 for a 27 uh, total. Ooh. Natural 20, 27 total. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, anyone who tries to pull this axe from the wall, including a very strong dwarf who rolls a natural 20 with a plus seven bonus, finds it impossible to oh. remove from the wall. Holy shit. And so you guys watch Karzalek for a solid, like, 15 seconds, struggling, and being like, no, I, I got this. And, you know, put a foot on the wall, and, like, there's sweat running down his brow, and then you just, you give up, and you're like, it's, it's not coming out. Blasted thing is stuck in the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. The car so... is, he's just going to throw his hands up, like, freaking, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, what do you guys do here? What, what's what else? Um... Well, cars is gonna stomp away a few steps, and she's like, "We're wasting our time here. <coughs> we gotta keep moving on." <laughs> yeah, you're out out in the gas again here. He's gonna be a little irritable. So okay. Yeah. Yes. If you can't get it out of the wall, I don't think anyone will be able to. And Bart will start to walk back as well, taking another cursory glance at the sarcophagus. Mm, we could try to press the plates to see if anything happens, but I don't have an inkling as what to press besides for the obvious numbers on top of the sarcophagus. Uh, Crow's been like just internally convincing herself that pushing these is a good idea. Like, why would they be there if we're not supposed to push them? <laughs> they have to question. be there. And as soon as, like, Bart even suggests that, she tries to press what she thinks is the answer. Okay. Which I like is, that at first you were skeptical of this whole thing, but then in the process, like, I gotta fucking figure this out. Why, yeah. why is this here? Yeah. Okay. So it's like an itch I can't press. scratch. Okay, yeah, yeah. so... She presses the 10 five times. Press the 10 five times. Uh-huh. It goes ka-chunk in the first time that you press it. Okay. And then after a moment, it pops back out. Interesting. And you press it again? Yeah. Just to see okay. if anything changes. It goes in 
and it pops back out. I think I will still try my original idea, which was to okay. press it five times in total. Five times. You press it five times, and a grating sound issues forth from the the stones that you're pressing on, but that's all that you can tell. It, it almost seems like when you press it in, it hovers there for a moment before something pushes it back out. Like it's waiting for the next number, I think. Could be. They, they need to be all depressed at once. Hmm. So there's zero through ten buttons. That's that's what you have available to you. That's interesting that ten and zero are separate. Yeah, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm. Um, I mean, also, when you're sort of inspecting this thing further, as you guys are sort of milling around this room, you can see that there's also a seal on the lid of this sarcophagus. Um, it's it's supported on these great blocks of dolomite. Um, dolomite, let's see here. I actually meant to look this up earlier. Um, excuse me. Dolomite... Uh, it's a mountain range, not Dolomites. Hold on, everybody. Uh, dolomite, also known as Dolostone and Dolomite Rock, is a sedimentary rock composed primarily of the mineral Dolomite. Dolomite <laughs> is found in sedimentary basins worldwide. It is thought to be formed uh, the post-depositional alteration of lime and mud and limestone by magnesium-rich groundwater. It's a white mineralized, crystallized limestone. So white blocks with this huge, multiple feet thick lid on top of it. And the lid is the one that's primarily inscribed with all the images. It does seem like it's a separate piece than the rest of it. Do so, you think you know, press some more glyphs or go ahead? Do you think if I pressed a four when you pressed a five? Let's try it. Alright. Uh, uh like on the count of three, you press mm -hmm. five and I'll follow with four. Sounds good. We give it a try, Mr. GM. Okay. You press in the five and the four. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It goes kachunk, kachunk. And when you're expecting the five or the ten, like it did, you know, to pop back out, they stay. Okay. So well, 54. Then three? Or should we do zero three? It, it is confusing as to whether those are... Is it European date format? <laughs> <laughs> Just press the three. Bart will press the three. Kachunk, it presses in and it stays. The, the second Crow sees it staying in, she like instantly presses the nine. She's getting <laughs> kind of excited about it. The tomb is thus opened by pressing the glyphs that correspond to the numbers of the date carved on the top in order. When all the numbers are pressed, a grating sound issues forth and the top slab slides back a bit. It looks like it can be opened the rest of the way by hand. 
Oh yeah, and everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Trees, why don't you tell me about how magic works through that barrier of yours? Magic can't pass through there? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me read the uh, thing exactly. Yeah, Um, yeah. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. It's what it says in the spell, so. Okay. So that's up to you uh, what that means. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, take that into consideration. Go ahead and for now make me that saving throw. Oh, yeah, I failed it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What did you get? I got a dirty two. A dirty two. Oof. Okay. Nice. I, got, I rolled a four. I have minus two wisdom saving. Oh jeez. So. Okay. So trees is just like looking on with like I don't know anxiety. What what, what like I think watching the this happen? The song I was playing was supposed to be chill, but then it went from like a major key to a minor key. Oh god. <laughs> I started playing it like double time. Oh no. <laughs> it's getting too dramatic. Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, who uh, who's next? Uh, Crow got a 17, and uh, just just for the rest of y'all, I have a mark of uh, foolishness slash heroism if anyone rolls really low and wants to try again. Okay, you could you um, could offer that to Trees. We, we haven't moved on from that yet. You want to offer your mark of heroism to Trees? I uh, kind of want to see what the others get first. No, thanks uh, yeah. to Trees, but like... Don't worry about me. Yeah, yeah you'll party, need to get I'm, one of those. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of thinking like the uh, the party zone may actually help you, you know. So it's possible you might get like yeah. a worse, a not as bad version. But Bart got 19 on his save. Okay. 19, 17, and Karzalek. 11. Ooh. 11. Okay. Do you want to re-roll that, Jesse? Uh, I I actually do have one final. They do I have a final mark for cars. I think I have. I have one mark left for cars. Okay, wait. So oh, I can re-roll, nice. but I have to keep the new roll. No, you take the higher one. Okay. Yeah. Mark fuck it. Let's do it. Like it's it's instant advantage or a re-roll. Yeah. I'm rolling it. All right. Wisdom. One more time. Come on. Let's do this. That's okay. Nope. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and make sure that you remove that mark from your character sheet. I am out of and, marks. I have zero um, marks. Okay. Let me tell you guys what's gonna happen here. <laughs> we win a prize. You win a prize mm-hmm. and a Molly's inside. Ah, she comes out like a like a cake. No. Um, <laughs> Wait, this this sarcophagus is just a giant cake. <laughs> this has been an, an elaborate Eat episode it. of Is It Cake? <laughs> uh, cake or not, or whatever the episode of the show is. Okay, so for real, that's enough fucking around here. We got a couple of things to deal with. The stone on top of the sarcophagus utters forth a great horrible screeching stone on stone sound as it begins to move on its own accord the top slab slides backwards towards the axe in the room and begins to reveal something within at the same time Whispers fill the room. And Karzalek and trees, you just feel 
this chill run down your spine. But nothing seems to happen other than that, and the whispers fade. Within the sarcophagus, visible to the three of you who are close enough to it to peer over the edge, trees maybe craning your neck in the back to see what's inside. Yeah, I'm at the front of the globe like a fish in a bowl. <laughs> playing my song. <laughs> um, it looks like it doesn't fully reveal what's inside, but you guys could combine your strength and try to push the remainder of it off. But you can tell already that the block beneath this huge slab is hollow. And inside, you can see the mask of some sort of humanoid figure in decayed finery. So do you want to remove the rest of the sarcophagus's lid? Yes. Might as well. (laughs) What's uh, the combined strength score of the three of you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> time to try to wild shape into a ram again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah maybe. Uh, Let's see. What's your combined strength score? For all three uh, Bart has an eight. So, okay. And a ten for crow. So it's eighteen. And then eighteen for cars. So thirty-six. Ooh. Okay. So thirty-six. With that thirty-six, it takes a second, and then cars are like, you really put your back into it, and <laughs> just like you know, pushes it right off, and kachunk this lid falls onto the ground. Inside, this figure is a crumbling skeleton decked out in decayed finery. It appears to have been a humanoid of significantly taller than average stature. You can see in its leg joints, it clearly was a bully book. Obviously of great importance. Gems and other small adornments of obvious value lie on and around the body. Covering the skull is a mask of jade with cowrie shell eyes and obsidian pupils. Out of the corpse's neck is a jade pendant carved with the face of a smiling frog with a very wide mouth. What do you do? Can I just like whisper into the room without breaking through the dome and be like, now, remember just what happened when I just grabbed one of those little figures, right? (laughs) You can absolutely do that, yeah. Go about your business by all means. I'll be back here. But they look so valuable. Is there any, like, are they glowing with any kind of magic? Is there definitely anything that looks some magic different? in okay. here. Um, and, and it really, it, in the couple of seconds that pass after this happens, it's, it's hard to actually take in all of the individual little trinkets and items that have been stored inside the sarcophagus. I listed some to you, but there's more. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Crow kind of just speaks up and says, Hey, look, they stole Molly from us. The least we can do is steal something back from them, right? And she, like, starts to... Starts to, like, slowly reach in there and kind of looking okay. to both Cars and Bart to see if okay. anyone Cars is trying to stop her. I was going to look at Crow not as he's going to step right up and, like, speaking to the corpse, yeah, go ahead and keep your bloody axe. And he's going to grab the pendant and rip it off. Nice. <laughs> okay, you rip off the pendant. Yeah, he's still a little butthurt about that. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. so, keep your fancy axe. Give me that. So, yeah. You, uh, you're holding this, this pendant in, in your hands and, um, it, it seems like it's magical, but you're not sure what it does. You know, you're not, right. you're not a, a magician. So, um, it's just not something that you really quite know and you're holding it. It, it does look to be of great value. You've no idea what someone would pay for it, or maybe this belongs in a museum, but, um, it's it's definitely valuable. All right, um, he'll he'll pocket it, and I mean he's he's happy. He got his jab in. Okay. Anything else, you guys? Um, does the I guess the aesthetic of any of the like the, the amulet, the mask, does it match the axe at all? Can we tell? Uh, yeah, yeah. Saying? It looks like of the same era of okay. craftsmanship. The aesthetic is definitely the same, and, and it matches the tomb itself. They're all, yeah. um, I would say, in a human culture, the closest analog. Uh, I've imagined this whole place is somewhere as a cross between like ancient Sumeria and uh, Angkor Wat. Yeah, like a bit, lots of intricate patterns. Um, okay. I was trying to answer the question, like, did someone come by later and, you know, that wasn't of this culture and yeah. leave their axe in the wall? Probably not. It, it would um, it would have had to have been at a similar time as whenever the temple was last occupied. Um, mm -hmm. Because the age of this cavern that you're in that's carved out of the wall and sealed into the wall, you know, they, they you guess that it was stuccoed over at one point. True. on the outside yeah. so it was while the temple was active at least uh cars uh, do you want to try maybe putting the mask on and seeing if the axe will let you take it out of the wall because you're the strongest person i've ever known and you should be able to pull that out of the wall let's just be honest if you can't then there's something else to it than just it really being stuck in there yeah it's not you think, cars. It's a doom thing. <laughs> it happens to everyone. Cars is just gonna look at okay. him with a raised eyebrow <laughs> and just the fact he's gonna look down again and like clearly it's like this mask that I'm assuming it's like on a desiccated corpse. <laughs> <laughs> it is on a desiccated corpse of a frog person. Yeah, it is. Bart, <laughs> but the Bart. mascot. Um, and it's like also a really tall frog person. You put the mask on. Uh, Jay, I'll allow you to interject here, but go ahead. Oh, did, did you say, were you going to put the mask on? Is that what you're going to do? He just said that, but you can interject oh, nice. if you'd like. Uh, no, I was just going to, I was just going to help, but I thought that he was just kind of, how, like, how does that, us. what does that look like? What does that help, help? Well, Bart, like? Bart was going to be like here and then cast Mage Hand and go down there and like scrape this thing off this dead okay. thing's but face. Then, but then the, the goal is here, cars like to be clear, like you wanted to grab the mask and put the mask on. He's... Yeah, so he's going to look at both of them warily and he's not going to mention it, but just because he 
to, you know, he trusts these people as, you know, more magically oriented than him. Like, well, <laughs> okay, I mean. Okay, if, I can trust them. Maybe the wizard can't wave his wand unless he's wearing his hat, you know, like. That's so, a mm-hmm. great way of saying that. That might be yeah. like episode mm-hmm. name or something. We'll see. Um, he's going to sigh, but because... he'll kind of like nod. Yeah. Oh, sorry. As you pull this mask with the magical assistance of Bart off of this figure, the entire room shudders one time. No. <laughs> and dust starts to stir from inside the sarcophagus into clouds. And the bones inside begin to knit back together. The wasted form of this bullywug begins to sit up and gazes about from behind eyeless sockets. And I need you all to roll me initiative. <laughs> we did it. I wasn't expecting. You did it. You Good done job, did it. Good job. You figured out a way to wake this fucker up. What a thing what a thing to waste a natural 20 on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's good because you're, you're next to the flammable oil jugs. So you can oh, first yeah, I guess fun. I could chuck. I, you want me to roll my gun? <laughs> Fireball. I got literally nothing better to do. So, Give me your initiative counts. Bart has a dirty 20. 20 for Bart. Got it. Trees, 23. Trees. 23. Wow, nice initiative. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Crow eight. 17. Crow 17. Mm-hmm. Karzalek 8. Okay. Karzalek 8. And I'm going to roll as well. No, nah, you don't need to. Just, you know. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to. No, I was thinking like to a D100. Um, huh? <laughs> uh, All righty. All right, so this skeletal figure rises from inside the sarcophagus and begins to put its hands up on the sides in classic fashion and looks around. And this is definitely bigger than any bullywug that you've faced. And Trees, having seen this from inside the fishbowl, you get to go first. I like, I like yeah, the idea round one. of trees looking through like a fisheye lens at this. So yeah, fisheye like, lens more. looking at this <laughs> and just like the anxious uh, music playing inside. And yeah, you, you've had every possible moment to do anything, but you've been over here. And now and now yeah. it's it's your time to decide. Are you going to stay the course and wait here? Or is there anything that you can do to help your friends against this what is this, the fourth or fifth undead creature that you guys have fought? Yeah, I'm not into this. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you guys, I guess, do you think I would be able to like grab one of these things and roll it in? Does that make any sense? Is that a waste of my turn? I got nothing else to um, do. I think I'm going to stay in here. They're, they're very tall vases or urns here. So rolling okay. it in might be possible, um, but it's they're they're pretty large. Like we they hold, do we know that they explode? Oil. I mean, they hold oil. It's it doesn't smell like uh, like lamp oil. It's like pretty intense smelling. 
Yeah, I think I'm pretty superstitious about all this, so I think I don't want to mess with this. Really? Okay. I think I'm just going to stay in here. I think that's what trees would do. Um, okay. what would I be? I, yeah, I don't know if there's anything I can mechanically Whoa, do at all other than... crazy happened. If I'm staying my... in. Oh, I, it's hilarious. I had my laptop open this whole time for notes, and I opened Roll20 on accident on it, and all of the things that happened in chat simultaneously happened. <laughs> and it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. So you, you're you're gonna ready in action? Um, I, I mean, yeah. I don't have anything. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't think That's of anything. Fine. So yeah. You're first <laughs> in the I order, and you stare. Waste of a natural twenty. I'm just like. You're, you're, uh, yeah, yeah. This Your is exactly what I was worried about, and why I stayed behind here. And wider I'm working on this wider. new song called Grave Robber. So it's. <laughs> working on Great that inspiration but, for that yeah yeah uh, okay then next Ooh, up yeah, that's my turn. next up is bart okay you so see this... this skeleton rising from inside the sarcophagus okay oh there big fella just why don't you go back to sleep eh and uh, Bart will step back a little bit here. Is there a like? Can I? See, is it in? Is it the length of the sarcophagus? Is it the two squares in the center? It is. Um, oh, I forgot to put a token on the map. Hey, um, and you're just gonna have to imagine um, because there is not a adequate token for this. Just imagine a skeletal version of this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want to describe what they're looking at. Uh, it's a gross it, catfish frog. It yeah, it looks like a, it looks like the face of a turtle <laughs> squished onto a fat green body with a weird horn coming out of the back. And you can't see it on the on the token, but you know the legs are the the frog yeah. joints and everything. So it looks like a very just very large bullywug with like fangs or tusks. I think is actually the right term, not fangs. They're coming from the bottom, so those are tusks, not fangs. Big tuskaroos. Yeah, and it's got it's like a, a kind of squished looking head. I'll agree with you. Um, Okay. Also, and, I thought like one there, little there's thing a little flesh on the bones, but not much. Go ahead. Um, if you don't mind, uh, I was just looking mm -hmm. at. Uh, I'm just like, uh, how do I close these doors? <laughs> so I should start investigating okay. the okay. mechanisms of that. But I'm, I'm not going to do anything. Totally fine just, with that. With that. Like, retcon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm like, so that like maybe if we start running in here, I know how to close it or something. Sure. Sure. But, you you yeah, were resting anyway when. Um, when they were fiddling with the doors, and, and you, you can think about, you know, how would I close these doors? Absolutely. Exactly. Um, so then, Bart, you see this thing, and your question was, how big is it? I would say it, it looks like when it would be at its standing height, it could be double or triple your height. Um, it is so it's in, a big chungus. It is in four squares, roll, you know, roll 20 wide. Oh, yes, I see you. Down here. Um, might zoom, might want to zoom in your map a little bit if you haven't, and um, I can right, well, re resize it so it's more accurately. There you go. There you go. Okay, so Bart is definitely going to be like, whoa, 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 
Why don't you go back to sleep, big buddy? And uh, gonna step back from this thing this way. Pull out his bag of good bugsies. Stomp and whistle. And I will conjure some animals, Mr. Ben. Okay, what are you gonna conjure here? I would enjoy it if, with the stomp, uh, these, uh, let's see, I will do some snapping to show you. Okay. I want these squares to be filled with yeah. some helpful badger friends who emerge from the badgers. soil. Okay, Giant so badgers. Behind the sarcophagus, between the creature and the axe in the wall, um, yep. on the other side from you, you want to summon a bunch of badgers. A whole bunch of giant badgeries. Okay, yes. let me see if I can put a badger in here. I think I can. Yep, giant badgers or badgers? Uh, they're giant badgers, but they're not actually giant okay. size. They're medium size. But well, yeah, yeah. Giant badgers. For some reason, I, I hate how in Dungeons and Dragons, when you say giant animal, it means medium sized, unless otherwise. That is one of the worst things. But um, so there's one badger, and you said eight. Eight of them. Oh, this is a new one here. Oh, badgers. Yeah. Here we go, everybody. There's Let's go one, summon two, three, the mushrooms. Four, five, Go so, Jay, keep, I keep go moving up towards you guys, there. like to yeah, these. In those two squares, squares there, yeah. I, I got you. I just, I'll just, I'll get upset. I'll put them under your control in a second here. Yep. No uh, go ahead and if you're gonna be rolling die, start your, you know, you're playing okay. a, a, a real time strategy game over there now. Would you say that they're flanking? Ah, uh, yep. I would say that because they have a three quarters surround on the creature, they okay. are flanking. So they will emerge from the soil, and all of them will make a claw attack followed by a bite attack. So when you say emerge from the soil, these are corporeal, real creatures, right? Uh, yes. I mean, they're technically fey, I think, by the way that... Uh, okay. Like, I don't think if I necessarily call them real animals, but, like, yeah, yeah. real, so, anim uh, real you animals. You have to remember, this is, like, <laughs> and this is where the GM part of Conjure Animals is going to come in. This is a stone floor. Oh, uh, okay. So... I think what happens, be, I, I'm fine with them appearing, but I have to be able to explain how the fuck a bunch of badgers just came through the stone floor of, you know, like a sunken temple. That's fair. Uh, and I think what happens is one of the stone panels that is exactly five feet wide and, you know, uh, a five foot square pops up and goes like a, a manhole cover, goes flying across the room. <laughs> and then it's badger, 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 yeah. badger out of the hole. I just, and I just, they just surround this guy. That's incredible. That's, I see that scene from like, you know, the bouncing stack of heads from uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they all come rolling in at once. And then they surround, and now what? Okay, so all all eight of them will make one claw attack with advantage, followed by one bite attack with advantage. So I'm going to roll okay. two sets of eight attacks with advantage. Okay. Wow. So the, that's the claws. Okay, so that is a 23, a 13, a 20, a 21, a 21, a 14, a 23, and a 16. So um, those are two nat 20s on there. Two nat 20s on there, but let's resolve first the lowest ones. Sure. And let me tell you, those are all hits. Oh, Every Lord. single one of them is a hit. Okay. So why don't we just have you roll six normal damage attacks and two double damage attacks. And then we'll keep okay. moving on. Sound good? Okay, sure.
So I'm going to put two double attack, two of the crit ones first, and then okay. here are all the rest of them afterward. This is total damage for the claw attacks for okay. the badgers. Go ahead and total up that big, chonky roll for okay, me. Okay, so that's 19, 23, 26, 28, 35, 37 points of slashing damage. Slashing damage? Badgers. Got it, Pretty got sure. it. Okay. Oh, it's, it's that, uh, yes, it is slashing. It's slashing yep. damage. Got it. Okay. And, and they, the they just start ripping into these these bones. Um, slash, 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 mauled by badgers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then okay. the bite attack to follow is going to be pretty much the exact same rolls. Okay. okay. So Some worse rolls 13, there for sure. 23. 7, 11, 8, 17, 6, 17. Out of those, that is four hits. And one and crit. Three three hits and one crit. Okay. So then we'll go to the bite. I will double the first one. And this is the damage for bites. So that's so total that 28 total damage. 28 total damage. More somehow on the second one? Or no, I'm uh, wrong. No. No, no, sorry. No, no, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> they do do more damage on the second attack. Wow. Though. Okay. Very interesting. And uh, that... Okay. Hmm. It looks like shards of bone are flying off this thing's corpse. It is just crazy how much these badgers are able to rip into the skeleton. I mean, there's not a lot to rip into anymore, but it seems like as this is happening, it's like regenerating a little bit, and it looks like they're having a hard time ripping bone off it, but it looks like they are doing really significant amounts of damage to it. Maybe just hand over some of that treasure, pal, and that'll end Bart's turn. Okay. Man, what a turn it was. Okay, so next in the order is Crow. Okay, I kind of feel like the Badgers have this under control. I mean, I mean that was like just yeah. your damage per turn wise, and Jay. That was fucking crazy. So. That was some Badger action. And we, um, we're clearly not using diplomacy at this point, it sounds like. Oh, no. It sounds like that, yeah. All right. Uh, Crow will back up uh, to the party zone, but not okay. entering it because she still wants to use the magic. Um, and she'll just cast Firebolt at it. Okay. And that's a 12. Hmm. We're about to find out. It's AC. 12. <laughs> mm-hmm is a hit. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, that would be 17 fire damage. 17 fire damage. Yeah. Okay. So the corpse of this corpse just <laughs> falls limp back into the sarcophagus <laughs> and catches fire. And the room shudders again one time. Boom. And you feel like 
you've done so much damage to this thing. There is just no way that it can come back physically from the amount of, you know, you guys broke its bones and shattered it and set it on fire. And I need Bart and Crow to each make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I knew this was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Mummies tend to curse you, right? Ooh, natural 20 gives Crow a 19. Wow, okay. Uh, That is a nine for Bart. Ooh. Um, Okay. Do you want to re-roll that? So nine is going to definitely fail. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to use it now, uh, the mark of heroism is all yours. I did roll a two, so I feel like I should use it. Yeah, I mean, it's a plus it. seven. Okay, so I'll use it. I will try to attempt. To, I will attempt to not be cursed. Uh, that's a seven plus seven, so fourteen. Oh, better. better. So here's what happens, and. This is taking a lot of thinking from my GM brain, I'm not gonna lie, because this encounter is going very interestingly. (laughs) And I'm trying to keep track of all the rules as best as I can. Crow, you shoot a firebolt into this creature. And as you do, you you notice that Bart seems to be like moving his hands around in this strange way um, and saying these words that almost sound like druidic but nothing looks like it's actually happening and Bart while you perceived a bunch of badgers coming into this room and coming out of the floor and attacking this thing and ripping it to shreds, none of that actually happened. And Crow, you look to your companion who is gibbering incoherently and is acting out some fantasy in his mind. What the fuck? Hmm. Oh, what just happened? Reality inside this room is not what it was outside, you think, Yo. for a moment. Do you have anything else to do as you set this corpse alight? And what moments ago, Bart, you perceived as ripped to shreds by badgers looks before your eyes to knit itself back together. Um, Does Bart look like he has in the past when he's doing druid stuff? Or does he look like he's lost it? He looks like he's lost it a little bit. Um, uh, I will kind of, I have some movement left. I'm going to move over to Bart and just try to see, like, I can't really do much else now, but just to yell at him, like, Bart, snap out of it. Mm, Slash, get get his knees. Where, where, what, what's happening? Crow? Where, what's going on? Nothing's happening, Bart. Uh, something something strange is happening in this room. <laughs> okay. And your 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 reality feels like it's not right. Like there were badgers here a second ago. What happened? 
Where'd my badgers go? Okay. Okay. And is that the end of your turn? Yes, it is. Okay, next in the order is Karzalek. You've seen Bart sort of choke for a second and then gibber incoherently and move his hands around. And you've seen Crow hesitate for a second and then hurl a ball of fire. And right now I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw as well. Okay. Uh, man, he hasn't been doing too good on the wisdom throws, but uh, let's, uh, let's see what's going on. Bada bing, bada boom. It's a nine. No, <laughs> okay. And Crow, you look at Bart for a second and, and he's not behaving right. And you look over to Karzalek, like for reassurance, like at least I got him in here with me. And he takes his hand and reaches down like he's going to take out his weapon. And then he takes out a ration and he just like holds up the ration into the air and looks at it. <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> and that is the end of your turn, Karzalek. I'll, I'll um, take it. Next in the order is the creature. And I need to check something really quickly here because I have think, done things in an order they were not supposed to be done in at first. But then here we are at this thing's turn. So one second, I need to correct something. It's not where that's written down at all. Uh, okay, that's where. Okay, the bones knit themselves back together more and more, and you see, like the mummy, flesh start to come back onto the bones of this creature, and it starts to put itself back together from the ether. And it holds itself up with one arm and then reaches out as it pulls itself along the length of the sarcophagus and claws at Karzalek. And it rolls a natural two and does not claw you. It reaches for you, but in its frailty fails to grasp you. Oof. Okay. Now, top of round two is trees. All right. Um, did did I notice Bart? Did I, so I didn't see badgers come in. I just saw I just see Bart talking gobbledygook, right? Um, you yeah. Sorry, you saw Bart sort of hesitate and move his arms around, and then this like look fall over his eyes, and then okay. sort of crow shoot a firebolt and run over towards him, and then Karzalek reaches into his pack and grabs a ration. And you're like, what the fuck is happening in oh, there? Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I drop my loot and start pulling out my bow. I read the spell and I can actually shoot. As long as I had objects inside when I cast it, I can, I can go through the thing. So I think I can okay. attack through it. I just can't do spells through it. There's no spells that can go through it. Um, so I think I'd like to try to fire a arrow at this thing at least. All right. As I look around at my friends. Oh, that's not good. Even for this thing, uh, that's a four plus five is nine. Nine on the attack. Not that bad of an AC. It's yeah, that's nine. Sails into the back wall and ricochets around a bit. 
Holy smokes. All right. Um, so I also was reading on uh, the bardic inspiration rules and stuff, and I don't think that it's a magical ability. So I think that I would be able to cast it, not cast it, but to be able to inspire mm -hmm. people from inside the tut, the hut. Sure. Um, okay, I think that makes yeah, sense. It's just, I, I think it's people with a performance or words. It's is like what a it class says. feature, not like a a magical ability. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't take spell slots or it's not. A yeah. yeah. But, um, so um, could I like ask the table maybe like who do we think would be the best person to inspire here? Like Crow is the only one who's not uh, affected right now. But if these are continuous saving throws, it might be most helpful to throw one over to cars. Right. It does kind of to feel like him... we're saving every turn. Yeah. So. That makes sense to me because Karis has the worst wisdom save. Yeah. If it's every okay. Turn. <laughs> All right. Um. So okay. yeah, I think I think that makes sense. So I think I, I look over at Cars and I'm like, Hey, Cars, you're prefect perfect. Remember, you got this. Okay. And uh, <laughs> give him a uh, a D8 bardic inspiration. Okay. Very good. And uh, now, Trees, I'd like you to roll me a wisdom oh, saving throw. No. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> um, but hey, I rolled a 19 on the die. Minus okay. two is 18. No, 17. Sorry. As you're as you're saying, oh, 17. So your final answer? Uh, yeah, 19 minus okay. two. Got it. 17. 17. You you blink and rub your eyes a couple of times, like you you swear you already said that, but it for some reason you think like wait. No, I haven't said it yet. And then you and you say those words to Karzalek, and it's like you, you know, when you walk into a room and you can't remember what you walked in there to get. Oh God, that's what you feel okay, like so for like one second there. I'll, but then I'll you say those cars. words, and everybody Shoot. hears that, and Cars is inspired. Oh golly! <laughs> All right, yeah, that's that's my turn. I'm gonna stay in there as okay. I'm knocking another arrow, just like yeah, keeping an okay. eye out. All right, Bart. Like, oh, you guys can turn. go back in here if you want. <laughs> Safe and Bart. warm and chill. Okay. <laughs> it's your turn, and you are confused. It is weird what just happened in your head. You, you you thought one thing happened, and something else happened entirely differently. You look at the floor tile that the, all those badgers came out of, and you blink, and it's it looks like it never was moved at all, and you steal yourself and you feel more aware all of a sudden and there's a moment of clarity and you hear again in your head that druidic word the great suffering the great pain and I want you to gain a mark of heroism okay and make me a wisdom saving throw <laughs> I mean, thanks. <laughs> you can spend it now, or you cannot. All right, let's see. I have a good bonus to wisdom, so I rolled really okay. bad the past few times, so I, I better roll better this time. All right, that's a 14 plus 7, so that's a 21. That saves. Without spending a mark this time, you blink and you just think back on the chronology of events there, and something was wrong, and you just feel 
whatever happened now, you're in this moment. This is here now. What do you do? All right. Um, Bart is going to cry, crouch down onto the ground and just kind of like punch the ground, like to try to like anchor himself to this reality or wherever the, whatever the yeah. heck is going on. Greatest teeth will be like, no, I will make. And so this is kind of a mechanics question. Mm-hmm. So I never, I just didn't do anything the past couple of turns is what you're mm-hmm. basically telling me, right? Like I just thought uh, I was doing you, stuff. You I thought didn't. you were doing something. I let you fully act as you did. And you but I didn't actually up, do it. You were to other people gibbering incoherently while you perceived yourself as totally behaving as normal. Okay, so I'm wondering if I still have my spell slot, basically. You do not still have your spell slot. Okay, so you I feel do not. from that effort. Okay. All right, well then, uh, Bart will summon Ibby. Okay. Mr. Doggy Boy will come into the world. Shadow Pup. Shadow Pup. Very large Hangs shadow out in the room. I will make him the right size. Go ahead and put him where you want. That. Uh, put him on the other side. Give flanking to Car's okay. luck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, I do. I, I think Bart will move as well. Down to the west a little bit. Uh, and then I will move in a standard. Do you have a bonus or a free that you want to use? I do have a bonus, but I don't think it's necessarily super useful right now. So I will just end my turn and then we will go on to the old Ibby's turn. Ibby the summon beast who will make an attack roll against this thingamabob with advantage. All right. And you're certain this time that he's really here. It's the truth. It's a real thing. Okie dokie. So that's a uh, 15 to hit. That is a hit. And also, um, you just see it's it's the same thing that you thought you saw a moment ago. It's it's ripping into this thing. Is uh, piercing damage here? Uh, yes. Yeah, it rips into this thing. De- deal some damage. Okie dokie. Uh, that'll be uh, 11 piercing damage with the bite. Okay, 11 piercing damage. And, you know, it's just uh, a considerable chunk of flesh that was knitting itself back together in the arm that's bracing against the, the, the side of this thing. Gets ripped away by Ibby. And seems like the second that it falls off the corpse, it turns to ash in Ibby's mouth. Okay. Uh, and that will be the turn of us. Okie dokie. Next in the order is Crow. And I need you first off, make me a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, um, 16 is my roll, is my total. 16. You look to Bart and like, what's wrong with him? What's going on? You look over to Karzalek and he's holding the ration up like, look at that. And then you look back over to where Bart was a second ago, and he's moved. And what what happened? And then you look over to Karzalek, and then you look down at your feet, and 
It just seems like time slows down for a second. You try to say something to your companions, but nothing really comes out. Uh, Bart, Karzalek, and Trees, you see Crow speaking incoherently by the pillar and looking around confused. Ruh-roh. And that's the end of your turn. Oh, man. Next in the order is Karzalek. Okay. Um, so Karz is holding a ration right now, just kind of gawking at it, yeah? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, you're able to move, Crow, if you'd like. My apologies. Okay. okay. Karzalek, you're uh, you're up. Do you need a wisdom throw from Kars? I do need a wisdom saving throw from Kars. Okay, here we go. Uh, 19. Nice. 19. You grit your teeth and steal yourself. No mind-affecting nonsense is going to harm you right now. You're here now, and you're going to kill this thing. All right, all right. It's sweet. So he can he's, he can act on this now. He's you gonna can go act for normally. It. Go Dude, ahead. What, what do you do on your turn? To, he's going to shove that ration back in his pack, but act like he totally planned on that. I'm <laughs> uh, pulling out his longsword, and we're gonna take two swings at this big boy right here. All right, here we go. With, with advantage, correct? With flanking. Uh, with flanking, yeah. and also you notice that it's just it, for you with this weapon. It's really easy to hit. It's it's still in the sarcophagus. Okay, so there's sweet. some clear right. spots to hit at. First swing coming in. Um, twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two is a hit. All right, for ten slashing. Ten slashing damage, and you make a deep cut into one of the bones under some necrotized flesh. Sweet. Um, I'll apply a mark with that and then come in for the second swing. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, second one comes in at 14 to hit. 14 is also a hit. Deal that damage. All right. For a five, total of five slashing. Five slashing. Okie dokie. And that and is Carson's Another turn. cut. Okay. And then it's its turn. And let me do some math here. Hold on. Uh... Yeah, okay. More and more flesh knits back together on this creature, and it fully stands up. Big boy. It is towering above you, Karzalek, sitting at uh, a healthy nine feet tall. But Jesus, he's this, twice as tall. Yeah, this bullywug's appearing thing. Maybe you could call it a bullywug. It's a frog creature. It is going to do something a little different this turn. Let me look at what it does. Um, Make peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is going to reach one taloned hand over towards Bart. And speaking a word from its newly formed lips. You hear and Bart, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. All right. My best save. Uh, It's a 12 plus seven, so 19. 19? Okay. 12 plus six, so 18. 18? Yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Let me check its DC here. 
Yep, you save, but you feel your body tighten for a second as it tries to command you to remain still. Hmm. Yo, you big dead git. <laughs> and then it is going to look frustrated and turn its face back towards Karzalek with a... <sighs> And let's see here. Uh, it is going to take its other hand and reach up towards the ceiling. And you just begin, all of you, to hear this buzzing. And it gets louder. And louder until out of a small crack in the ceiling, two can play at this game. I'm gonna roll here and see how many show up. Uh, Shit. Three. Seven swarms of insects, flies specifically, begin to swarm out of the ceiling and fill the room. Oh boy, it's just an illusion. Yep. We're all just going crazy. The big question is can these flies bite or are these just. <laughs> Buzzing guys. Oh boy. So there you go. Now the room is filled with uh, <laughs> warming flies. <laughs> and that is the end of its turn. We are at the end of round two. Sorry, is that round three? I might have mixed up on the round here. That was round two? Yep, this is round okay, three. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. So beginning of round three, thank you. Beginning of round oh, yeah. three, it is fully standing. It has tried to cast a spell and it has brought in some sort of swarm. Tree is your uh, Awesome. Uh, I uh, drop my loot and wait, I'm already holding my bow. You, okay, I'm gonna shoot are. him, <laughs> and then I'm okay. gonna inspire Cars. But Cars is already inspired, and we like Cars. You're perfect, perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, make um, me a wisdom saving throw as well. Awesome. Um, and it's up to you whether or not that actually expends my uh, inspiration, I guess, because mm -hmm. I would be trying to inspire him, right? Sure. That's what you said. I'm playing the moment over. Um, I rolled a, a big two on that wisdom save again. Yeah, you try as hard as you can to get those words out and you raise your bow up and you can't quite figure out how to get that arrow notched in the string. Yeah. And you're looking at your feet for a second. And you're like, man, my feet are big. And then you're like, wait, what was I doing? And you guys look oh over at trees who is not doing anything. Oh, man. Yeah. Wait, so Cars Car is not he doesn't have any inspiration then. Yeah, from because of you do oh, from the last still, time, but not from the, this time. OK, yeah. Groovy, groovy. Um, Michael, you still can use a move action if you would like. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'll just like kind of stumble backwards in my little party zone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just be like chilling back there or scared or confused, looking at my feet like, ah, oh, my toe beans are so rough. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, that's my turn. And that's it. Bart, wisdom saving throw. Okay, so many. Ah, uh, that's a 23. 
Yeah, you're you're stealing through it. You, yeah. you're fine. You can act. Uh, okay. I am going to. Okay, I'm pretty sure this works. Actually, I don't know if this does work. Can I ready an action in response to somebody else on my team making an attack? Yeah. Okay, so you I'm can going ready to ready an action. Pretty much, like I think it's like to one trigger of those things off of like anything, GM right? GM fiat. You can just do whatever you want. Like you say, okay. I ready my action so that the monster dances like a ballerina. Like yeah, there you go. Okay, so I'm gonna ready uh, to casting ice knife but I'm going to okay. cast it after Ibby gets out of the way, basically. And so I'm going to wait okay. until it's Ibby's yeah, yeah. turn. Um, but then I will spend my bonus action to try to, I'll be like, basically, Ibby, get back. And then I'm going to use my bonus to telekinetically shove Karzalek back five feet and be like, Karzalek, get away. If okay. you consent to being shoved, Kars. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, if, if Bart was like telling Cars to back off, I think Cars would like naturally be receptive to that as like a friend telling him like, yo, heads up. Okay. Okay. So move five feet back towards to the east then. Boop. All right. And then that'll end Bart's turn. Ibby will go. Ibby will make attack against this thing without any forms of advantage because ain't nobody around here. And that's going to be a uh, 12 to hit. It's no longer its armor class. As okay. it's fully standing and realized outside of the sarcophagus. Okay. So then that's doesn't it. Doesn't hit. All right. Does not hit. All right. Ibby will uh, then move back a little bit to there. I think that would provoke from it if it would like to make an attack. Um, it is definitely going to make a claw attack at you. Yeah, at Ibby. Okay. It's a natural 19. Going to be a hit. Indeed. And it does... Um, six slashing damage. Okay. Ouch. All right. Why you slash my dog, and then in reaction to Ibby taking his turn, Bart will then cast a upcast ice knife at the big chunker. Very cool. Let's see what this can do here. Okay. So. Duh, duh, duh. All right, so spell attack roll against this thing. Uh, that is a 18. 18 is a hit. Yay. Okay. Uh, so it's going to take 1d10 piercing damage. Okay. Nine piercing damage. Nice. Nine piercing damage. Got it. And then uh, everything. Ice. And then everything within five feet needs to make uh, a dexterity save, right? Yes, dexterity right. save. Yeah. Okay, and that's one, two, three, four, five, six of them, because it's all adjacent ones. So I mean, I yeah, I think seven, it technically should be all of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I gotcha. So it did summon them surrounding it. So yeah, all of them yeah. need to make a dex saving throw. Uh, DC 
Uh, 15. Okay. It needs to three. make a save as well. So. Three of them failed the save. Three of the swarms. Okay. And it also does not fail. So three of the swarms fail their dexterity saving throw. Okay, so then those three take... Uh, 12 points of cold damage. All right. So the ones seemingly closest to you... Um, are most affected by it. Um, okay. The northwest corner, kind of. The northwest corner, uh, two of them, and the one lower as well. But, like, the ones near you and Ibby are okay. the most affected by it, it seems like. And you've reduced the number of flies in the air. <laughs> Less flies. Yeah, All right. but there's still a lot of flies. All right, and that is my turn cycle. Okie dokie. Next in the order, round three, Crow. Alrighty. Um, you know what to do first. Yep, I already have it queued up. 17. That is exactly what you need. Dude, this is a hard one to get. Shake it <laughs> off, and you feel able to do what you want to do on this turn. Okay, um, I'm just gonna, let's see. Oh, I have creatures near me. Um, yes, and so also you should have been able to take a move action on your last turn, so I will allow you to, if you don't want to be next to the flies right Yeah, now, I mean, I would have backed up again, I yeah, think. Yeah, you would have backed up. So then, yeah, you, you're, you're gibbering incoherently, and you moved back towards Tree's party zone. Now it's your turn. Okay, I'm just gonna use my uh, best attack that I got. I'm going to upcast Chaos chaos Bolt at it. All Actually, right. uh, before I do that, um, I don't like that it's cursing us, so I'm going to curse it. Oh. So I'm kind of stare it down, use my bonus action to place a Baleful Curse upon that creature. Interesting. How does that work? Um, I get a bonus to damage equal to my okay. proficiency. Um, it's right. cursed for a minute. Um, okay. uh, crits are 19 and 20. Very cool. Any save then, on my part? or Nope. It says it's okay. just cursed. It basically gives me a boost against an enemy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay. Carry um, on. Okay. So uh, let's see if I can hit it. That's a 22 to hit. That will be a hit. Okay, so this is the weird one where you have to look at what the individual die rolled. Yeah. Uh, let me put the spell card in the chat. Sure, sure. I'm going to trust you to walk confusing. us through this here because you are the chaos bolt expert among us. Oh, I guess it. <laughs> All right, me. let's see. Um, hmm, didn't display, did it? Uh -uh. Okay, I'll just read it. All righty, so uh, 2d8 plus 2d6 damage. Okay. And I choose, let's see. Oh wait, I did that wrong. Because huh. I was adding the d6s to it. I need to roll them separately. Okay, so I'll do 2d8 first. Okay. So it's either 
cold or thunder damage. I'll choose thunder damage. Okay. So it'll be a total of 17 thunder damage to it. Okay. And I think... 17 thunder damage. Once again... Oh, actually, sorry, a 30. Uh, sorry, 20 thunder damage to add my proficiency. Mm. Okay, so what's your final answer on this number here? Tw- 20 uh, thunder damage. 20 thunder damage. And just like back in the cemetery, electricity jolts through this thing's form and arcs around with blue light. And it seems like it is very affected by that and starts to steam a bit. Excellent. Um, and I think if I can move still, mm-hmm. I may actually like get out of this thing's sight if okay. possible. So 5, Where 10, to? 15, 20. I can move back into the hallway. Okay, so you kind of leave past... the tomb. Yep. Okay. Trees you see Crow run out of, into and then out of the party zone, out of the room. And that's it. Okay. Next in the order. Karzalek. Wisdom save? Wisdom save. Are we, are we going to stare at more food or are we going to... We're gonna. St- oh, sorry. I have advantage. Even with uh, even with advantage, no. Uh, that's you yeah. have a you have inspiration. I'm being kind here by reminding that's right. you. Right here. Should we? I, I accidentally rolled with uh, on this thing with uh, advantage. Should I just should I do a normal? No, sorry. no. You, your first your first result was 16. So you got okay. a 16 on the die. The I told you last last turn for Crow. A 17 was exactly what she needed. So you know okay. that you failed. If you would like to spend your inspiration, I think you can. 100 percent um so yeah that's a d8 now it's an autumn it's an automatic success yeah. because okay, cool. you could roll a one thank and you, you would succeed. i could i could i could roll the dice off the table and that's just like oh, go, yeah so um, you you uh you you feel lost for just a second but then what trees said to you echoes through your mind and you come back to reality I like that, and I th- I imagine him like with that like triggering. It feels like Trees just told him that, even though it's already been like several interactions. But he'll be like, "You're right, Trees. Let's get him." Even though Trees probably told him that like a minute ago, or like, you know, yeah, like twenty a couple seconds, of seconds ago. ago. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a pause between. It's like, what are you talking about? Oh, but yeah, he's gonna run right back in there, and uh, gonna take two more swings, without okay. advantage. So at the big target. That. Okay, um, big old meaty man. Uh, mm-hmm. that's a 24 to hit. That'll be a hit. For nine slashing. Okay, you slash another cut into this thing's form. He's just, yeah, he's just taking practice swings at this thing, and he's going to do it one more time. Um, that's a 14 on the second one. The 14 clangs off one of its bony talons as it reaches out and almost tries to grab at your sword. Right, come at it, big boy. Um, and with that first hit, he will apply, uh, keep that mark um, on him and end his okay. turn. Okay. Alrighty. It's its turn, you guys. Uh, here we go. This is what I've been waiting for. It is going to first with its left hand it's going to rake at Karzalek with its claw. 
What is your armor class, Karzalek? 21. That's a hit. Ooh, chunky. It does not deal any damage to you, though. Oh, no, it hurts my pride. <laughs> it wraps its bony claws around your midsection and picks you up. Ah, shit. <laughs> and then it is going to move with you to the back of the room. Oh, damn. I'm just bringing you with handled. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then in its right hand, it is going to reach out and grab the axe, which comes effortlessly oh, out of the wall. Cheating son of a bullywug. <laughs> Freaking. Alrighty. And that is actually going to be the end of its turn. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like Love this. it. This is great. And then we're back at the top of round four with Trees Rumble Mountain. Mm, okay. Um, question for, I guess, future clarification. Mm -hmm. um, if if I'm like confused, I'm currently confused. Does that mean I can't use reactions? Right now, you need to actually make a wisdom saving throw. Um, I think technically the way that this this works here is you were unable to take an action on your turn. Um, okay. So you would have been able to use a reaction if there was something okay. to react to, but we are now in your turn. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I guess I could have done that next time then. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great wisdom save. That's a good old 11. Yep, you uh, you gibber incoherently inside the party zone. Maybe we see you like looking for something in there. Like, where did I put this? Where, it's where is it? Where less is it? Chill. Yeah. Okay. You have a movement, um, a free. Um. No, I think I'm gonna chill in in this zone. Like, cause I yeah, my okay. I just saw my friend get picked up. Right? Did I see that? Yep. Oh yeah, I think you saw that, yeah. and you don't know what to do with that in your brain yeah, right now. I'm very confused. Okay. Yeah, I'm oh, you know what? I also made a big, big mistake. Like the the swarms of, of insects never went. Um, oh, shit. Right. So hold on. Um, simultaneously, similar to the way Ibby works, it should have been right before Trees' turn there. Um, all of these, so many things to keep track of in this fight, you guys. Well, you know, I get so much on my turn, so. <laughs> uh, Ibby is surrounded completely by flies. flies. And is going to receive five attacks from them. What is Ibby's armor class? 13. That's a natural one. That's a natural six. There's one. There's one. Oh, off the table. Hold on. There's one. Okay, so three hits coming in from these swarms of insects. Buzz. And that is going to be... Oh, I'm just going to need to roll this for the dice roller here. Um, 36 points of piercing damage as the flies latch on all over Ibby and suck away at him with their proboscis. Ibby, Ibby be dead. Ibby, Ibby poofs into smoke. Okay. Bart, you got two fly attacks coming in at you. Oh, no. Actually, one of them is going to move onto your square. Hey, get off my square. 
That's uh, 17 on the die, which I guess is going to be a hit, probably. Yup. And a 7 on the die, which is not going to be a hit. So one of them hits you. For 8 piercing damage as they bite into you and ram into you from all sides. Ouch. Okay. Sorry. Now Trees' action resolves there, and we are in round 4. Bart, it is your turn. Okay, so really quickly then, if I understand this correctly, yes. on my first turn of this entire combat, yes, I summoned the badgers, they attacked the guy. Yes. And then on the second round, I lost concentration on the spell and the badger disappeared. Basically, um, to you, it appeared as if you had cast that spell and you really were blathering incoherently uh, rather than make you guys roll for perception checks and everything. Um, we basically played it out. Um, and you did colossal damage, which was interestingly narrative played there. Uh, but so what I'm wondering is I, I yeah. did save on the first save. So that's what I'm actually I... you just don't quite understand the mechanic here. Um, that's and if you, you might be able to understand it better if you might ask, hey, GM, can I roll a knowledge check about X, Y, Z? I would love to roll an always check about, about what? this, this mind-affecting thing that is happening to me. Okay. Can I make like an insight check? Um, you can make a insight check. That's a perfect check for this. Okay. Let's uh, see. Uh, 18 total. Yeah. You, um, there's something magical about it, and I'm going to roll that over because I was going to say uh, insight or arcana would be fine. And, um... Something happened when the room first thrummed, and if you were involved in what happened here, the breaking of and opening of and desecrating of this tomb, of which you were warned twice not to do, mm -hmm. you are subject to some sort of magic that you do not understand. Okay. Okie dokies. Um, even trees inside his magical prevention bubble. It's not about an effect passing through the bubble or something happening to him inside the bubble. It is you guys opened this tomb as a group. Okay. In and fact, you all worked together to open the first plug. We did it. Uh, you need a wisdom saving throw for me, right? I need a wisdom saving throw. That's correct. Okay, that's uh, a 16, so I think I fail by one. Yes, you did. And you attempt to pull yourself together here, but you are unable to. Okay, so I can still move? You can still move. Uh, so wait, do I have a move action and a bonus action? What do I have? You have a move action. You have wasted this. Actually, I will say, just parting the veil here, it is very unclear in the way it's worded. But the way I'm interpreting it here is that you are unable to act in a action of any sort, bonus action or standard action. What I'm allowing, which is not actually specified in the rules, is for you to move while you gibber incoherently. Okay. Uh, if I were to strictly interpret it by the way the module is written, I think it would be basically you remain perfectly in place and lose your turn, which I don't think is any fun. So 
go okay, ahead and well, take a move action. I think Bart will just gibber his way out uh, towards okay. the bubble. So that's going to be three attacks of opportunity. Uh, I can make it two, right? Uh, the way I just saw you move. One, was. two. Well, that's different three. than how you moved the first time, so. Okay. But. I will run to the go north ahead. In this you, way. You move out of here trying to Rip. focus as little opportunity attacks as possible. I see your piece. You're you're moving away. Two AOOs coming. Okay. That's one miss and another miss of the exact same number. So you're fine. Okay. And that is Bart's turn as he gibbers incoherently. Okay. <laughs> Karzalek is alone in there, you guys. You've left true. him. We're just like two babies talking to each other in there. This curse is gnarly. Whatever it, it is. It is certainly. Um, so, next in the order is Crow outside in the hallway. Yeah, so my question is do I feel any different when I leave the chamber and I can no longer see Plep? Um, no. In fact, at the start of your turn, I need to make me a wisdom I'm save. Worth a try there. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, scrape any possible advantage I can. All right. Um, that's a four. <laughs> a four. Yeah, you gibber incoherently, and you look back at the door that you guys came through, and at the other way down the hall as well. There's like a corner that you guys haven't even explored yet. Uh, there's the mud-filled room just a few feet away from you. My my buddy is in the mud-filled room. Maybe, hey, maybe buddy. he can help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think he can. Um, I'll just stay there. Okay. Actually, no. Um, I'll move. I'll move back into the bubble. Everybody's getting in the party zone except for Karzalek. Okay. End of your turn. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. All right. Karzalek, you're up. Wisdom saving throw. Oh yeah. Wisdom saving throw. Dun 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 dun. Fourteen. Oof. You uh, gibber incoherently as I have a... you. Huh? I have a mark of heroism. You can give it. You can I'll absolutely give, you. give your mark to cars. Yeah, the cars. one that I gave back to you. Yep. Holy shit. All right, let's do it. Right, one more wisdom saving throw. You're not double inspired, right? You're not. That didn't no. happen? No, no, that one didn't I'm, happen. I'm out of inspiration. I have no rolls left except this mark that you just gave me. So thank you okay. for that. Uh, let's see crossed. what happens. That is a 13. It's one worse. <laughs> you gibber incoherently and then start panicking and gibber even faster while the grip of this thing tightens around you and it's almost like he imperceptibly grows larger. Is, oh, so shit. is Karth's status, like for the sake of like combat, is he effectively grappled? or is You are grappled and you would be able to, if you had an action, try to right. break it. Okay, but right, I could just, it's honestly like the fact that this thing is like twice his size, I just, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's visually just got him like firmly by the gut, just yep. like holding him up. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this shit. is a skeleton in a mask with a necklace on. You took both the necklace and the mask off this thing, and then it reached its way out as you guys wailed on it, and it gets up, and then it walks across the room, holding you in its hand, reaches to grab its axe, and here we are now at its turn at the end of round four. Holy shit, shit. let's go. Let's go! Let's see what happens here, you guys. Arguably the hardest punching bag 
just hits. Uh, if anyone Even had though, to be grabbed, it's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be grabbed. What a strange visual, clang, 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 like hitting the small little armored ball. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, right. it's like trying to open a can of sardines, basically. Yeah, Seriously. Like, and, and on that note, he takes the axe like a can opener and oh, tries no. to pry it into Karzalek's neck. He tries to, to do open that thing. the top. Yeah, like when you pop up <laughs> off the top of a beer with a lighter, but he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to do that with Karzalek's head and a battle axe that is the oh size of Karzalek. Okie dokie, here oh, we shit. go. Tell Dap I love him. <laughs> that is a four on the die, and he clang flips it. And I want you, because just we're in the fiction here, I want you to uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's an eight. Okay, your helmet, um, purely flavor-wise, just yep. goes patung and clangs across the room. And now Karzalek's hair kind of hangs down all shaggy into his eyes. I love it. As he's just all totally confused and like just yep. completely unaware of what the hell is going no on. No damage has been dealt to you. However, it rears back the axe over its head and tries to bring it down upon you. Do it. That's an 18 on the die. Oh, snap. And I will tell you it's modifier here because we're th in the thick of it. That is a plus six to its hit. That's so a, a total of 24. Solid. That is yep. gonna hit. Okay, now let me look something up here. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Does it seem like there's, I mean, yeah. Can I cutting words this? Is it too late to do that? No, you can react to it. It hits. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I, I'll use a uh, bardic inspiration um, question just so yeah. for clerical. Did did the second time I tried to inspire him? Did that waste my inspiration or do it I did still not? Have that? It, I I have been trying as best I can to police uh, ac actions happening before or after these wisdom saving throws. Um, you did not successfully get that one off. Okay, so, cool. So he's I not have You can use cutting that. words. Yeah. I will, yes, I will use my reaction and cutting words. Um, I'll be like, Okay. <laughs> and then I do like a little dance. <laughs> Is it within 60 feet of me? 60 feet? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Ooh, barely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can do yeah. it. You can do it. Perfect. Okay. Um, so so what, is, rolled, what is the total die you're going to roll to reduce this 24 by? I roll a d8. Okay, so you need, a, you need to roll a, a three or better on the d8. Come on, baby. make this not happen. Fuck, I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. I tried. I mean, it was not a great Clang dance. <laughs> into... Oh, into boy. this... Dwarf. Let me roll for damage. Hold on. Somehow this didn't wind up on the sheet. Okay. <clears throat> that is going to be a total of five slashing damage. Not that oh. much. Okay. Five slashing damage dealt to you. All right. We got this, guys. 
<laughs> it rolled real bad on damage. And then... So, okay, talk to me about the trees party zone and creatures that you don't want entering it. Um, it's essentially a dome of force that okay. only creatures that I that were in it when I cast it and I designated okay. can come in. Only okay. and no large creatures. I'll put it in the chat again just so the text Awesome, is there. awesome. Um almost all of the flies swarm towards the dome on the side of the room that you're in and just push against it and cannot get in, but they just cloud your vision and the group inside Tree's party zone can barely see what's going on inside the chamber. And the <laughs> one remaining group of flies comes over and is going to make an attack at Karzalek. It's going to go onto his square. Yeah. Um, that is a 19 on the die for another hit. Uh, let's just roll this with my hand important uh, 11 points of piercing damage to Karzalek. Ooh, wow the okay. flies hit harder than the frog dang they're hungry yeah those flies are angry they are yes. all right okay all right and that is the end of it and the flies turn we are at the beginning of round five trees rumble mountain your friend that has helped you so much along the way is stuck inside this chamber where you stood by and watched your friends open a tomb. Yeah. Yeah. I was just shaking my head the whole time pretty much too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, and there's just a giant wall of flies at the edge of my party zone. This is not chill yep. anymore. This is um, very far from chill. Um, do I still have to roll the wisdom save? Yes, you do. All right, let's start there then. Uh, <laughs> you guys want to know what I rolled? I rolled a zero. Oh, good. <laughs> you gibber incoherently. Hey, maybe it's like horseshoe theory where like the lowest possible save wraps uh, around and becomes yeah. Is that how it works, yeah. DM? Does a zero count as a 20? No, no, you just mega don't save. So, um, yep. You gibber uh, yeah, incoherently, you have confused. a move action. I think I want to keep this thing up, and I don't, yeah, so I can't leave the thing, because otherwise these flies are going to chase us, so I just, like, I think I just, like, fully, like, uh, get to my knees and get distracted because I saw my loot that I dropped earlier, so I go and, yeah. on my knees, I go up and grab it, okay. and I'm just, like, on my in knees this moment, in the middle of my party zone. In this moment, the three of you inside this bubble just share a moment of panic where you can basically read each other's emotions even though your words fail you. So I want to know as players, table talk wise here, what is happening? What are you guys thinking? Are you ready to okay. watch Karzalek die from the other um, side of these flies? So what's mean... the fucking plan then? I mean, we I'm have confused. to just use our <laughs> use our moments of lucidity and try to take it out. That's like all I can really think of. I think like for okay. the immediate um, swarming, we could try to use these urns. You know, mm -hmm. like if you have a chance, just knock one over and light it up and see if maybe it handles them. I don't know. But I mean, if it feels like we can't make any progress on this thing, is it possible to tell? Like, has it healed all of the wounds that we've put on it? 
No, or... it seems like it reconstituted really rapidly over about mm-hmm. like 20 seconds, and then it hasn't really been doing that. Okay, so it's like forming itself, not like yeah. healing wounds. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it formed okay. flesh around bones that had almost no flesh on it. Yeah. I mean, as a player, I would rather also die than lose a teammate. So um, I'm just going to keep trying. Okay. Anyone else have any thoughts? I... I mean, whether it's cards or someone else, I honestly, I love Inglorious Ends. So, I mean, I completely support the team. I, I mean, I, I imagine, yeah, trying their best to save any one of us in trouble. But if it's, if, you know, if all options are spent and it's down to it, it's like, gotta save Molly, man. Like, if you can't lose everyone. Maybe not Jim. have everyone die. Yeah, so, and yeah. Freeze and, and Bart, thoughts? I mean, also Michael uh, and Jay, you know, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, we're. I mean, like, yeah, we're in the, we're in the fight. We're doing dungeony things, is what Bart's feelings <laughs> are, right? And mm-hmm. his companion is in danger, and Bart is not thinking at this moment about like, oh, I have to survive, or like, sure. you know, we have to survive. It's more kind of like panic, moment to moment, of, like looking mm-hmm. through this haze and being like, shit. Cars like is all the way on the other side alone, alone, being hit in the head by a giant skeleton frog. Like we have to try to save him. We're not gonna like after the amount of stuff we've been through. We're not we're not gonna just run unless things get like insanely bad. Like unless some people actually start dying. I don't think right. Bart's running. In this moment, it seems like he could easily finish the can opener maneuver, yeah. and one person could die. You know, could be his head next time the flies cross. Could be. <laughs> So, so you're saying that like it ignores like an HP? What's this like HP? At? Are we are we talking like that or like? I, I mean, you can you can absolutely. I, I am I am because this is a dramatic moment. I am opening it up to table talk. How here. is your HP, cars? I'm at, I'm at 38. Okay. Yeah, I feel I'm like that, that's more HP than I have. Period. Mm-hmm. So we have second wind and stuff. You so, can try. He doesn't look as bloodied as you've seen him. Yeah, so basically I can't I can't try to do anything magic wise unless you guys want me to get out of the orb, basically. So that's like the question for me. It's like I could try to like blind this guy or hold person in maybe or hypnotic pattern to get him to drop, but like Yeah, so I don't I don't know what we wanna do here. I mean as long as you're failing saves, like just keep the barrier up, you know, it's the only yeah, exactly. choice there. But if but you make your save, then it's a harder choice because then you may want to. I would say drop it at that point and try to go all in on it. Yeah. You have to, you have to make your save first. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. I, would, I would agree with that as a strategy. Like, I think our best strat is to try to, like, use the oil to mass AOE these flies in front of us and then find a way to get through to get to cars if we're going to. If we're talking about trying to not let one person die. Yeah, so, I definitely want to save him, so yeah. If we can so, chain whoa, whoa, whoa. all save in a row, then we have a chance, so. <laughs> That's hard for okay. me. Trees and I have to, have to roll a 19 and an 18, respectively. So it is it's a, tough. Yeah. It's a hard save. <laughs> <thing. laughs> it's pretty overwhelming <laughs> odds. Pretty slim mm-hmm. picking. The 10%. Okay, so, so. 10% for me. Here we are. I believe that was Trees' turn. Now we're with Bart here in round five. I know we're going a little bit long here. It's important. All right. Uh, uh, the old wisdom save from Mr. Monsieur Barty. 
Okay. Uh, that's a 19. That saves. Woo. You're able to stabilize in this moment and be coherent. Okay. <clears throat> so, how, let's see. How the fuck does this party zone work? <laughs> so, like, it's up to you, Ben, how you want to treat, like, being able to, like, attack through it. Because it says that, like, objects can pass through it. And yeah. Creatures and objects in the dome when you cast the spell. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah, can move which was all of us. And your yeah. arrows and stuff. And, so and like, some so of the oil should... bats. So could we just like uh, swirl like around the edge of the dome with a sword or something and just? I think so. I don't see any reason why not. Why? Cool. I mean, I think like a creature that was not inside the dome would not be able to poke through the dome with a sword. But you are able to freely move you and all of your possessions in and out. Probably anything Freaking that you're carrying. Cool. That's so. heavy. Okay. Um. Bart is going to try to grab uh, one of the vats of oil. And, okay, you pick it up. Okay, I'm going to bring it up to the front of the thing <laughs> and just try to smash it on the ground. Like right you smash outside. it on the ground and you feel <laughs> a little bit of stinging on your hands from some flies, but just, you know, superficial mm-hmm. and you pull it back inside. Now there's a bunch of oil on the ground. Let me say exactly how much oil. So much um, oil. It's a lot of oil. I'm pretty sure it's a fuckload of oil. So hold on. Isn't uh, that just... Cr- Wait, is that going to make it hard for us to get to cars? Maybe. I'm we'll gonna, see. I'm, get, I'm getting through it. We're just going to go through it. Hold on. There are, like, I shit you not, like, ten paragraphs of text for this encounter for me. Um, yeah. Where the fuck is the oil? I'm going to command F, oil. Uh, F. F's in chat. For 20 oil. flasks of oil. So a flask Ooh. of oil. Uh, bu- 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 There's rules for this. And oil usually comes in a clay flask that holds one pint. So 20 pints of oil. As an action, you can splash the oil in the flask onto a creature within five feet of you or throw it up to 20 feet, shattering it on impact. You shatter it right in front of you. Uh, I'm not going to make you make a ranged attack because it's just it's there and everything in that area is coated in oil with 20 <laughs> pints of it. If the target takes any fire damage before the oil dries, after one minute, the target takes an additional five fire damage from the burning oil. You can also pour a flask oil onto the ground to cover a five-foot square area, so this would spill out far beyond the five feet, right? Twenty flasks of oil, so this would spread out, I think, across the room where you shatter it, but it doesn't go into the party zone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you would need to ignite it if you wanted to That's light, the plan. explode on impact. So yeah, yeah. So then Bart would try to get out his flint and tinder and just strike it directly into the oil. Okay. So in like slow motion, we see the thing shatter. The oil goes across the ground, and then you kneel down and just like with your pupils dilate, and we see the spark go, and it lands and it catches. And they all take a whole bunch of fire damage. And you just hear this like squealing and popping. All right, so what area is now also on fire? The entire <laughs> front of this area that you, I'm just gonna, I, it's gonna take me a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, buh, 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 buh. 
Let's get it good. The, I love the sight of just like Bart grabbing one of these urns, just lifting it over his head and just like smashing it on in front of the thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So this entire area that you coded, like the front of the chamber is just oh. ablaze all of a sudden with tons of fire and it is definitely harming these swarms of insects. And you get yourself another mark of heroism. Hooray! Oh, yeah. Okay, I have a question about this as well. Is this okay. kind of, is this creating like smokish? Are we like smoked out? Can I see uh, through this? Six seconds have passed and it's just fire. There's barely any smoke yet. Okay, but like, is there visibility through this fire? You were already having a hard time seeing through the flies. Right now, it's not easy to see through. Mechanically, I'm not going to impose anything, but just keep in mind that like you're looking through swarms of flies that I just said were blotting out your vision, and now they're on fire. Mm-hmm. Seeing is not going to be easy to do something through it. No. <sighs> I'm thinking about... Um... And that seems like it was an action... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bonus Move action. Back. I'll okay. summon my totem here. Unicorn you summon totem it where right you there. where you know is the middle of the room through the yeah. haze there. Mm -hmm. Okay, blunk, and that will be Bart's turn. Okay. Oh man, uh, giant totem. Oh my god, it's so big. It's not <laughs> supposed to be that big. Here we go. We'll put it uh, in the middle there. Okay. You know. And your turn. Uh... Yeah. I'm considering something. Ah, okay. It's a, it's a pivotal moment here for you guys. Anything can happen. Oh, shit. Uh, so I would have four squares of movement left, right? I think. I think you'd be able to move through these. Yep. I, th I think Bart <laughs> is going to look back at Crow and Trees and take a big breath. And then just be like, I'm coming, Karzarek! And then, like, hold his breath, and it's going oh, to... Oh, uh, you forward. earned yourself that oh, mark of shit. heroism in multiple ways in this turn. Oh, That's shit. a hero Such moment a right there. Slow-mo turn. Okay. <laughs> five points of fire oh damage God. as you move Dude. through that burning oil. Okay. Fucking sick. But you oh, are through. Guitar scream as you run through. Yeah. I just throw down the totem as I go through, and that will be okay. Bart's turn. Alright, next in the order. Crow, wisdom saving throw. Alrighty. Here it goes. That's a Ouch. twelve. You you look at Bart and you're like, yeah, oh uh, <laughs> If I have any ability to still move, I want to just move through the fire as well. You can follow Bart all the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I had a plan where I was going to like wrap my cloak around myself and slip inside through it and yeah. ditch the cloak, but I don't think I can do any of that. Too many brain one. cells for this yeah. moment. You just you so, don't have use of all of them. Yeah, I'm just going to walk through the fire because that's a thing you do. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. And I'll end up next to Bart. Love and, it. Uh, and trees, once again, you are alone in the party zone. Oh my god, just confused. You guys, on the ground, this encounter. Blaming flies in front of me. Watching oh your god. guys' plan adapt to this has been really something. Insane. Um, okay, end of Crow's it's turn. Uh, fire, fire damage for me? Fire, yeah, five fire damage. Thank you for five? reminding me. Okay. Um, and Karzalek. 
You're up. Okay, okay let's Start of your turn, you I, know I, what to do. Is he struggling? He briefly sees the oil light. He's like, oh, that's pretty. As he's just like, <laughs> no idea what the hell's going on. Pretty he's light. Uh, and like, oh like take that. Okay, yeah. what's the save? Here we go. That's a 15. Oh. Total 15? Total 15. So close. It, it incoherently. Uh, I'll and give you, I'm going to give you that. I'll give you the heroism again. <laughs> We're just eating them like hotcakes. This is one of these is gonna work. <laughs> I'll We're gonna roll that wisdom save one more time. Let's go. It was a 14 and a 13 now. Now this time it was a 15 and a 12. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you just you struggle. Next time it'll be a 16 your and an 11. <laughs> You just can't. You can't figure out how to break this thing's enchantment over you. He's trying. He's trying so hard. And you do not have the freedom to use your movement action because you are grappled. Your movement dangling. Speed just dangling. Zero. You're held up in the air. And guess right. what? It's its turn. Oof. As he throws cars across the room, he's like, I'm done. <laughs> Get out of here, you little metal ball. Okay. Um... It is going to push you into the ground with its bulk, no longer holding you aloft, feeling tired of playing can opener. It's going to push you into the ground, maintaining its grapple on you as it holds you down, replaces that hand with a foot, and then with its free hand, not holding the axe, is going to grossly lick its nail like its long thumbnail and then try to plunge it into your exposed neck hmm <laughs> right row let's see just another good time for me cutting words <laughs> Maybe. let me know are you gonna do it um, I mean, I only have one more inspiration left is it better used for to inspire someone else I don't know. Probably we're trying to save cars right now, right? That's what we're trying. The cars to has a lot of hit points, but what if it's something worse? What would trees do? Would I have not told you the results. In the ground. Yet, I have rolled the yeah. die, and I'm sitting on the result here. Uh, shoot. Yeah, let's just let's just do it. Okay. You I burn will, it. I will burn my last inspiration. I will cutting words. I will try to do another shimmy. Oh wait, that's the wrong guy. Um, from my from the ground, I like wriggle and almost cat throw up a little bit, trying to distract <laughs> this thing. Not using my words so well because I'm so confused. Where's a D8? Oh my god! I roll an eight. Minus nice. eight to your roll. Okay, you reduce this thing's attack, and it is distracted for a brief moment, looking at the fire and the noise of the squelching insects over there and it faintly makes out a taunting feline figure on the other side <laughs> narrow giant froggy just eyes like being on the <laughs> ground yeah that horrible noise that cats make yeah just like just like pressed his face pressed up against the bubble against the bubble in some language that you don't understand oh, it, it says something and the subtitle says ew gross <laughs> fuck gross coming from you oh. yeah <laughs> great but it does it. 
What? Break the skin, Karzalek, as you roll your neck away and wriggle against it. That was one of its actions. Oh my god. Use the other action, the other attack to do that same attack. That's a one per turn kind of deal. The other one, now in frustration, it will turn back and raise the axe over its head and try to bring it down. Good luck. Okay, we chose the right attack. Plus six to hit. Oh, one on the die. Jesus, that's four damage, four slashing damage that clips into you a little bit. That's the end of its turn. The, well, let me see, really quick, I have to read something here. Uh, Flies do 16 piercing damage. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> Okay, so at the beginning of the flies' turns, they are able to act, and they, some of them swarm against the the dome of force, and some of them move towards uh, the two of you, Crow and Bart. It's going to be two attacks coming at each of you. Heck, these flies. Okay. That is going to be one hit on each of you. Ouch. Let me just roll. Hold on. So many die here. Yeah. Um, that is 13 points of piercing damage to Bart. Yeah. And 11 points of piercing damage to Crow. Alrighty. And Too then the flies remain on fire and expire. All of them. Great. The ones actually, there's one on Karzalek. Sorry, I forgot about that one. That one's gonna make an attack against cars like and miss with a ten total. Um, that's the last one. We are at the top of round five, and it is trees, rumble, mountains. Oh yeah. Um, I will do that wisdom saving throw. I need to roll a nineteen or a twenty, right? I think so. If you're a minus two. <sighs> Let's go, trees. That's a 17 minus two is 15. Oh man, yeah, nope. It's a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Start licking the wall of my party zone. Oh, you're just partying <laughs> so hard in there. It's very <laughs> chill in here. You guys should come back. <laughs> uh, I guess oh. that's my turn. <laughs> man, okay. Next to the order part. Okay. Trees, trees didn't do anything, Zach. Oh, didn't come through the fire, too? Mm-mm. That's a right. 17. Exaxes. You save. You are coherent. <sighs> All right. Uh, Bart, uh, how tall is the sarcophagus again? Can I get on top That's of it? That's a great question. Uh, I think you'd be able to get on top of it without it being uh, too Crazy. difficult. I think it's only, you know, roughly your height up. From, and there's, it's definitely written down here somewhere. Let me just, just see if I can find it. 10 feet wide, 20 feet long, 4 feet high. Okay, yeah, so don't do that. I can pull myself up. Okay, Bart will climb up onto the sarcophagus. Eh. Eh. I have like two good options here. I don't know which one to do. It's a big moment to decide. 
Okay, let's do the. Uh, let's. Uh, will you for <laughs> will you forgive me, Karzalek? I hope you forgive me. Hope you got hurt, Cars too. <laughs> uh, this thing is still holding Cars, right? It is pushing him under its foot now. Yeah. It's really? Uh, Bart is gonna hold his hand up and be like, seem like I'm sorry, Cars, but then gonna look towards this thing and be like, get off him, and. I will cast heat metal on you, Karzalek. Oh, God. Oh, I love it. Shit, that's creative. OK, talk me through heat metal. OK, so uh, he's wearing full plate. Yeah, so he the anchor uh, on on his pauldrons, the Rinko Bing pauldrons. Choose a manufactured metal object such as a metal weapon, suit yeah, of heavy yeah. armor. Blah, blah. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when I cast the spell. And then okay, so the spell ends. And it's everything over monster. there. It's, it's the bugs. And, and the, the flies, the everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, everything oh, well, takes 2d8 damage. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's six. Plus, uh, it's nine points of fire damage to everything over there. Okay. Including cars. The insects immediately just singe off his body and dissipate into nothingness. One of them flies away. All right. And, and then... How many, sorry, that, the damage total one more time? Nine, nine points oh, of fire. Did that. Okay, uh, that nine is. points of fire. Car yowls um, in pain, although he still looks delirious. Uh, it burns a obvious mark in this creature's foot as it lets go of Karzalek and goes... Argh! I'm going to then bonus action pull cars like five feet towards me with telekinetic. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. So like over here? Yep. Back towards you guys. Yep. Okay. Okay. Interesting Gosh. move. And Very then, good uh, turn. Very good turn. I will uh, end my turn. Okay. Next in the order, we got a crow. All right. Uh, I'm guessing I have to make a wisdom saving throw. You certainly do. All right. <laughs> um, that's. So I don't think it dropped by ten, did it? Because no, of the no, fire. No, 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 no. That's a uh, that's seven a failure. out of seventeen, and you fail. But you still, yeah. still have a move action. You could try to communicate through the hysteria. Um. I mean, her instinct, which is about all she has, is to move towards cars and try to help. I so think that's a great instinct. She, she just stumbles forward, babbling, probably at Cars, who's also babbling back at her. Yeah, you guys are and, uh, this conversation here to an outside observer would just be crazy. Yeah. And yeah, she just gets up uh, next to him. OK. And that's that's all she can do. OK. Next in the order, we have Karzalek Grotze. You are freed from its grasp and your armor is very hot. So until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to, to, to cause the damage again. That's for you, Che. Yes. The creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it. The creature must succeed in a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. That doesn't apply. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. So anything you do this turn, card select, is at a disadvantage. So is this wisdom saving throw a disadvantage? Uh, is that an ability check? It's not. A, it doesn't say anything about saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, okay. You so are. Start. Yeah. We'll start with wisdom. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Seven, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, you're babbling incoherently, and you have a movement action. Moving away out of his threatened square would provoke. I think I almost imagine. Hold on, I'm gonna. I need to roll a. I need to roll a d4 real quick. Where's my die? Uh, what? Okay, uh, one, two, three, four. You on second? Okay, yeah. So um, I, I figure, I imagine Cars is on the ground. He was like yeah. telekinetically dragged. He's in searing hot armor, and he's like, <laughs> he's completely just—he doesn't know what the what the hell is going on. Yeah. He, he's in he's in agony right now, and he's just like, I imagine like writhing on the ground, like just kind of like flinging his body around. And on that, I kind of assigned it like one, two, two, and like three. So he's gonna fling okay. himself. Straight into crow with searing hot armor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and so technically your armor is not hot anymore. Like, oh, it's you're not. not. You just have yeah. the disadvantage. It's not. It was yeah. like a flash of heat. But yeah, yeah flare. you guys, uh, you get just a small red mark, crow, as like it makes contact with you at one like spot. Like, yeah. as a reaction of sensation. Yeah, he still flings himself like that, and he'll. So um, I guess before he continues, um, do we want to that uh opportunity attack, attack? Opportunity. Yep, coming in. That's a miss and clang onto the ground. One of the cobblestone, uh, one of the stone flagstones here shatters. Okay. Yeah. And then I imagine a 10, 15, I imagine like, honestly, like, just like kind of dragging himself along like the edge of the sarcophagus. Okay. Just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Love just it. Yowling. Like, yeah. Pulling back. Okay. Yeah. And That's a car's it. left turn. And now we're back to Plop Plop Sul. Let's see. What are you going to do, Pleppy? Um, he's got so many options every turn. Um, you know what? He looks at the four of you as the uh, fire begins to, you know, when like a uh, gasoline or a liquid that's on fire is like running out of juice and it sort of starts to like shimmer with how it, it moves across the ground. Um, only igniting at the last remnants of what's left, the the oil starts to dissipate, and the fire starts to clear, and the room is beginning to fill with smoke. Trees you can see clearly now through this, as this creature raises his axe in one hand, and then pulls the snake skin that's wrapped around the base of it, and he elongates it. And you can all see from there, there's writing on this snakeskin in that same language. And he says words similar to what you've heard before from other frog creatures. And he clicks and thrums and the max, the max, the ax gleams with magical energy. And it like the edge keens itself and he takes a step away from you towards the back wall where the axe was embedded and with one great cleave of his axe a wide passageway opens out of the natural stone just like moses parting the red sea and it goes far he points back at all of you says a few more words in this Batrachian primordial language that you do not understand, steps behind the walls, and they close behind him. 
fire dissipates entirely and smoke billows from where it burned. You are out of combat. And we will see you next week. Wisdom saving throw? <laughs> nope. No wisdom saving throw now. I'm going to keep rolling until I succeed. <laughs> I expect you guys to roll I mean, every five. six seconds until next that's week. <laughs> oh no. What uh, is this? Did we just that's unleash two. the dark god of the wind in the night upon Kazur? Let's go. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>